0: you're listening to this podcast, it means you're ready to have a major breakthrough in your business. You're hungry for more and want to grow your business. It's time to drive those wants make the right choices before massive action is taken. Would having someone who has been there before and talk the talk and now walks the walk help you start you on your journey? Well, that's what the Loan Officer Experience presented by Michael Mann is here for. If you're listening right now, go to loanofficerexperience.com and go to the Functional Business Consulting tab, set up a free 30-minute strategy call with one of Mike's top business coaches right now. You heard that completely right. Free phone call that has propelled others into the business and set them on the path to success. Hey guys, Ryan here again, Mike's personal brand manager, a part of the Loan Officer Experience, welcoming back everybody. this podcast episode and also welcoming all new members. Thank you for joining us. Here's the podcast today. I'm not even going to do a big intro, just fine tuning some things in your business. If you want to do that, tightening the bolts in your business, especially the loan business, listen to this. This is going to help you so much in the long run. Enjoy the podcast.
1: This is Michael Mann and this is your Loan Officer Experience. Moving on to rate objection selling value. So, I mean it's such a broad topic. The first thing I come to think of when I hear that is first of all, we're in a very competitive rate environment. Do you know why? Refunds. Refunds have dropped off. What's that, Laura? People are hungry. People are hungry. Yep. Anything else? Profit margins for lenders are slimmer yeah uh, margin uh, compression yep three really good examples of why we are in what we're in can't talk i mean m- margin compression is margin compression which means you know does everybody know what that means no i don't know margin you know. compression basically so back in the day you used to be you know as a lender as a wholesaler or as a uh, mortgage company you, they used to be able to get paid higher profitabilities you know secondary market um you know we we get paid in basis points. Company gets paid in basis points. Well, apparently, the remember back in the old rate sheets, you would see, uh, even if you look on our rate sheets now, 100, 175, and then it would go all the way up to whatever, but no one's selling that crap. It doesn't do, it doesn't do that anymore. It stops at a certain uh, yield threshold, and a yield spread, whatever you want to call it. Um, and now it's called margin, right? Stopped at a certain margin. The reason they stopped that is because of the reason we used to get in the business back in the day. Remember when we used to have the high rates and then we'd give them credit, but give them a lower rate and pay all their costs. And then we'd call them back three months, four months later and do it again, and then do it again, it's called churning. And what ends up happening is Ginny would pay a yield spread of five points on a $400,000 mortgage, 20,000 bucks. So we'd use that to cut the cost but give them a higher rate. And the same company would end up coming behind them and doing that again three months later at a slightly lower rate for another $17,000. One of the things the industry did is they compressed their margins. and You're not even able to do that anymore. So they took that ability away. But it also, what it does is, when they go to sell our rate and sell our stuff on the secondary market, the margin or the yield or whatever you want to call it, it's not there. It's not there like it used to be. So they're getting paid less other companies mortgage companies you're getting paid less on, on on the loan also other companies uh, refis are drying up so these loan officers now are going after real estate agents trying to get into the purchase business they're going after your real estate agents. they're going after pinky's real estate agents dan's agents laura's agents paul's agents and they're hungry what you said they're real hungry and what happens when you're hungry? You get cranky, you get nasty. And they start buying, trying to buy the market. They start lowballing everything. And they are. <laughs> and people are lowballing everything. So the challenge becomes, and, and, and those people don't have processes in place like we do. And they're going to give poor service, and they're gonna make less money. And what happens when you make less money? They get hungry. They get hungrier, they don't care as much, and they start trying to burn and churn, and now they just wanna make it up in volume, and then the volume goes up, and then the service sucks. And then our people will eventually end up coming back to working with us if they left us in the first place. But for a time, for a short period of time, they're gonna be wooed by these other loan officers because they have a lower rate, because they have lower fees. And they'll shake themselves out of the tree. And it's so crazy, we've just been talking about this all morning. It's so crazy that in an environment right now where personally, we're having some of our best months we've ever had. And I gotta have a talk with the entire organization, this is gonna start here with you guys, about tightening up our stuff. About things are gonna get rough for a little while. And when I say that and you look on the board and we're closing 65 loans, twelve point four million dollars, it's like, hey, wasn't that one of our greatest months? Yeah, but things are going to get tough for a little while. And the people that make the right moves right now are going to stay in the business. <clears throat> but we're tight, we're tightening we're tightening tightening our bolts, tightening our, our nuts, if you will. I just did this the other day on my cabinet. You know, the little cabinet knob was loose. I went in, I took my screwdriver, I held it, I, I tightened my bolts a little bit, right? And that's all we have to do. We have to do the same exact thing. Um, we have to be a good steward of our P&L. We have to tighten our spending. We have to make sure that we're getting everything that we can out of everything that we're doing. So back to the rates. So knowing that we need to remain competitive, it's going to get competitive. You've already seen it starting to happen. It's going to get more competitive. So it's going to get worse before it gets better. And we just need to prep ourselves for that. Value proposition, selling value, is the other thing here under, under rate objection. I'm not going to sit here and be the person that tells you that you you're going to be able to sell three eighths of the rate out of three eighths out of market, and nobody's expecting you to do that. That's why we have the concession. You know, if we go if, if if we go up against somebody and somebody's an eighth lower or a quarter lower, we have a process for that, and I think our concession process is good. Just a heads up, any bond programs, no concessions whatsoever. So we are gonna have more of the, the the loan officers out there trying to get some of these relationships. And that what happened to you? It's gonna happen um it's gonna happen more. It's gonna happen a lot more. So we need to tighten up our relationships. Um the other day when I was talking about the ten experience, and I said, Is our process of ten? Is it twelve? Well, you know, realizing that I was talking more about our relationships. We can only do so much with maintaining relationships on us from a 20,000 foot view, right? With the happy hours and the, um, classes that we teach and the kind of special stuff that we do. It's the infantry boots on the ground that we need to get to tighten up, I believe. It's the relationships that you currently have with your agents that you want to solidify to make certain that they don't want to go somewhere else. That's why these Monday morning phone calls are so important. So important. And I realize that calling agents every single Monday and asking them for business is not a beneficial I don't I don't think that's the best way to go about it. Every single Monday asking for business, whether they have it or they don't. But I think calling them every two Mondays, every other week is a good idea. And I think calling them every other week consistently with a message of Hey, just want to check in and see how you're doing. Did you do any open houses this weekend? Can I help you follow up with them? Okay, cool. Listen, we're having a happy hour Thursday. Just want to make sure you got the invite. I'd love to see you there. You know what? I haven't seen you in a little bit. Let's get together. I mean, come on out. We'll buy you a drink. Having that conversation on Monday is way better than did you work or did you play? Do you have any loans that you can send over my way? Right? Better conversation? Some of the special events that we're doing, um teaching the classes, the list reports. You guys could be having that list reports conversation on Monday as opposed to begging for business, asking for business. You can say, hey, let us come alongside you and help you do your marketing branding. Did you, have you ever talked to Mike about list reports? No. What is it? Oh, it's just just stuff. It's something that we're doing. Actually, I avoid the list reports name, and I just say, we want to help you do your marketing branding. Um, If we took that off your plate, would you be interested? Cool. we are teaching a class next week about it. I'd love to love to see you there huge value add we're still coming up alongside them in the marketplace we're still talking to them on a regular basis and it's not always just begging or asking for business facebook lead class that we're doing Asian coach software technology that we're still doing hbm that kind of stuff helping them come alongside and build their business because here's the deal there's going to be people that come in and offer lower rates than we do. There's going to be people that come in and say, "Hey, let me line your pocket with a hundred bucks on each deal." But at the end of the day, when I help agents make twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars more a year by helping them increase their business, nobody can compete with that in the long term. In the short term, they can flash a little cash, two hundred bucks. Come on, man, I want to start working with you, and the realtor falls for that shit. Or hey, we're not charging any under fees. Or we're giving away free appraisals. Brian Fiore uh, put that thing out there where they weren't doing free appraisals or something like that. That didn't work. They didn't do any more business at all. They grabbed a couple. They grabbed the attention of some of our agents. You asked me about it. I think it didn't work. It grabs the attention briefly, but when we show up consistently, um, that's the value add, guys. That is the value-add. Now when you go to compete with rates, they're going to continue to do concessions for branches that are continuing to churn the business, they're continuing to write loans. For for individuals that are are, are full-time, working hard, trying to build, stay relevant, stay consistent, we are one of those organizations. What you guys can do as loan officers to help me in that course is make sure you're doing stuff right up front. Make sure that we're not getting, the first thing is we're talking about the disclosing, not doing doing free loans. We haven't run into that. But if you don't disclose in a certain amount of time, the person gets to do a cost-free loan. That costs the branch money. For the branches that that's happening to a lot, looking at that and going, yeah, you know what? You're not doing right stuff right up front, so they're not going to give every concession. The disclosing on time, the instead we're of redisclosing, redisclosing um, change of it. circumstance, it the, right. That. right? So the branches that are doing that correctly and not getting hit the $500 penalty and making corporate do that for us, they're going to be they're the favorite. We are one of their favorites in that capacity. We haven't gotten hit on that, right? And we need to continue to not get hit on that. And that's why I rely on you guys to help us. Um, cost to cures. We need to make sure that we don't have cost to cures. I'm going to tell you the words from Steve. We should have zero cost of cures. Zero. And the only reason that a cost to cure happens is it wasn't prepared properly up front. That's exactly what Steve said. <coughs> he said it's pure irresponsibility he's right if it's not done right up front or when it's not done right up front that's when it costs money there are branches out there that are getting smoked on stuff like this uh the cost of cures we're trying to save you 25 and 30 bucks yeah. alone we're down to that. <laughs> guys i appreciate it and i'll tell you right now our scorecard this goes for everybody our scorecard we had thirty three hundred dollars in cures yeah, if, if when I get those things fixed, that'd be basically zero. It happens. It happens as ransomware. And again, I'm not going to trip over a dollar to pick up a nickel.
0: Hey everybody! Thank you so much for listening to that podcast. Go ahead and visit us on all available social media platforms in the podcast description below. And again, don't forget to visit us on LoanOfficerExperience.com. Make that free 30-minute phone call. It will be the best decision you have made for your business. Don't forget, everybody, close more, work less, live a life, and leave a legacy.